And here we go, another edition of Jamal About Sports Slash Music. Coming to you on a Monday afternoon, May 4th, 2020, kicking off the show. One of the most iconic and recognizable guitar riffs of all time. That would be Barracuda by Hart, the Wilson Sisters, Anne and Nancy. Today's show is going to be, with Mother's Day uh, coming up on Sunday, and I think most of us, unfortunately, not going to be able to, uh, to spend that with our moms, I figured I'd do a show uh, highlighting and focusing on women in rock, mostly alternative rock, certainly some that were the pioneers, and, and I start the show out with, with heart because they were definitely pioneers. Um, you know, you have to understand that rock and roll was very much a men's only medium, uh, a men's only genre for many, many years. Well, I shouldn't say many because I guess if you if you want to say that rock and roll as we know it, you know, Elvis, Chuck Berry started in the 50s, Heart, I think that song was 1974, if I'm not mistaken, um, 77, maybe 76 actually, but in any event... Um, but so women were not around for early rock and roll. Let's, I think we can all agree on that. Um, now you had the Janis Joplin's of the world who I wouldn't necessarily, I mean, I guess that's rock and roll. Not, not my bag, so to speak, not my cup of tea. I mean, some of her songs I liked, but was not a huge fan. Um, then you had groups like the Mamas and the Papas, which I, I wouldn't necessarily call rock and roll. I know that they're more folk music, Peter, Paul, and Mary, you know, but I guess it's rock and roll. Um, but to me, what Hart did, that guitar riff right there, I mean, no, no women had done that leading up. Let's just say that. That hard-driving real heavy rock and roll sound that they were certainly pioneers when it came to that now listen i understand that you know in the 80s heart certainly depart you know departed far away from that sound and became more of sort of a a cheesy you know kind of sentimental rock ballad group but um but there's no denying that barracuda is one of the all-time greats so we start with them but when i think of women in rock um and particularly alternative rock. I mean, first and foremost, I go to Debbie, Harry, and Blondie. I mean, there's no, there's no question. Um, you know, we, her, you know, the legend of Blondie, right? She was walking down. She would walk down the Bowery, down the street in the in the East Village, and guys would just yell out to her, "Hey, Blondie!" And so the name stuck. Uh, you know, Blondie, the name of the band, by the way. Debbie Harry being the the woman and the lead singer. Um, and uh, so we'll go to now. These are just going to be my favorite songs by these these women, either solo artists or lead singers of groups. Um, but um, so that's the criteria we're going to use. It's mostly going to be alternative. Uh, doesn't necessarily matter. Sort of the. Um, the, the decade, um, you know, so it's not necessarily only 80s. Um, it'll be, you know, from a whole, uh, you know, probably everywhere from the 70s to 
probably the 90s, maybe 2000s. I mean, and by the way, we got to, you know, we're going to try to keep the show at about an hour. So, I mean, so many different groups here, right? And it's not only alternative because we're going to, we'll, we'll throw some other genres in there as well. Um, but there's so many to choose from as far as groups are concerned. So this was, this was a tough call for me to pare this down. I mean, I've got here, I'll just give you the names and then we'll go through the songs. I've got Blondie, well, Heart to Start. Then we've got Blondie. Then we've got the B-52s. Now, I understand Fred Schneider was also the lead singer in the B-52s. And I love Fred. Don't get me wrong. The Cancerian from New Jersey, Fred Schneider, is one of my favorite all-time frontmen. But if we're being fair, the B-52s, you know, he was, I'd say it was an equal partnership, maybe somewhat in favor of Kate Pearson and Cindy Wilson, the two women that sang in the B-52s. And, and in fact, you know, now they made many albums, right? First album was just B-52s. Second album, Wild Planet. Third album, Whammy. Fourth album, Mesopotamia. Fourth album, Mesopotamia. Fifth album um, I believe, is Bouncing Off the Satellites. Sixth album was uh, Cosmic Thing. Uh, and I think they maybe made one album after that. So they made seven albums. So they had, you know, you'd say they made a lot of songs. But they have at least 11 songs where just Cindy and Kate sing on, right? And you start with uh, 52 Girls off the first album, Hero Worship also off the first album. Um. I wrote something down here. I came and read my own handwriting. I mean, what a disaster. What is this supposed to be? Oh, no. I don't even know what that is. 53 Miles West of Venus, Loveland, Cake, Legal Tender, Queen of Las Vegas, Rome, Summer of Love. And there are two other ones on here that I can't even read what the hell they're supposed to be. But in any event, so they had like 11 or 12 songs that just they sang on Fred didn't sing. Although... One of the best things ever. Oh, is uh, Give Me Back My Man. Sorry, that's what that is, is one of them. Um, but Fred does play an excellent xylophone on that. Saw them live, Constitution Hall in D.C. in, I want to say, well, it was when Cosmic Thing came out. So what was that, 89, maybe 90? Saw them that summer. And uh, with my boy Alex Darrow and Freddie did a nice little xylophone uh, on that. So anyway, Blondie, B-52s. Uh, Joan Jett, who I'm not going to play any Joan Jett songs, but I mean, you have to mention her if we're talking about pioneer, pioneer, pioneering women in rock and roll. Chrissy Hine and Pretenders, Susie Sue from Susie and the Banshees, Berlin, Missing Persons, The Go-Go's, Kate Bush, Sinead O'Connor, The Bangles, Yaz, Kirsten McCall, Book of Love, The Breeders, Luscious Jackson, I mean... And that's just that's just to name a few. I mean, there's probably you know a lot of other ones out there as well, but um, those are the ones that come to my mind um, when I think of uh, again women and pioneering women in rock and roll. So we're gonna start out here full song. We're gonna go. What are we going with? Not that because Jamali stinks sometimes when he tries to DJ here. So that wasn't very good. All right, you got to pause that. There you go, dum-dum. All right, here it is. Hanging on the Telephone by Blondie. 
Tremendous. Love the ending of that song. Absolutely outstanding. All right, next up, B-52s. I mentioned it earlier. We're going to go with Gimme Back My Man off Wild Thing.
All righty, there it was. Now, I just realized uh, a major omission on my part when I was mentioning bands and, and singers, and that would be Fleetwood Mac and Stevie Nicks. So, uh, and you know, and the reason is because I didn't write it down. <laughs> I have my little outline here, and I didn't write it down. I told myself, oh, you, you, there's no way you'll forget Fleetwood Mac and Stevie Nicks, and of course I did. So, but I did remind myself of it just now while that last song by the B-52s was playing. So we're going to switch up genres a little bit here, and we are going to go to first Fleetwood Mac, and then we'll do Stevie Nicks probably solo. Now, you know, Fleetwood Mac, the great thing about them, well, there's a lot of great things about them, but I thought one of the most interesting and coolest, thing about, coolest things about them was you had two women that sang um, a lot of the songs, right? Lindsey Buckingham also, of course. but um, And the two styles could not be more uh, different. In Stevie Nicks's, you know, soulful, raspy voice, and then you know the song of, of an the, the voice of an angel in, in Chrissy McVie. So we are going to start off with uh, a Chrissy McVie song off, I believe, the Rumors album, or it was maybe the first album. But in any event, here's and by the way, this song also you hear like the the, the like I think it's maybe a Wurlitzer uh, organ, perhaps. But I mean, boy, does this song have a a distinct 70s sound and vibe to it. But here you go, Fleetwood Mac, fronted by the great Chrissy McVie. You make love and fun.
Alrighty, so you know, while I was listening to that, it struck me that, as I mentioned, the two very distinct sounds uh, and the contrasting sounds of Stevie Nicks and Chrissy McVie reminded me a little bit of, of John and Paul, right, and the Beatles, you know, and, and as a lot of people, I think, have, have pointed to as the quintessential example of the differences uh, in, in obviously, you know, sort of sound, singing style, but also songwriting between Paul and John would be Strawberry Fields and Penny Lane. Right. And so I think that song encapsulates uh, Chris McVie especially well. And I think this next song, which is a Stevie Nicks fronted song, encapsulates her perfectly. And it's Rhiannon.
Okay, and so, of course, <laughs> while listening to that, it reminded me of the fact that I also uh, would be remiss if I did not mention Jefferson Airplane and specifically Grace Slick, right? And so that was late 60s. Um, now, again, you know, you could argue that uh, Jefferson Airplane, although they had some pretty good songs, um, but they sort of devolved into cheesy 80s-ness as well. But um, I would be remiss if I did not mention them. And as a matter of fact, I will play their biggest hit. White Rabbit. White Rabbit by a uh, Jefferson Airplane with the uh, very unique sounds of Grace Slick. Of course, made also famous by that one scene in Platoon. Um, it also reminds me of when I was a kid when I was in high school. Uh, I went down to University of Maryland prior to me, of course, matriculating there. Um, great family friend, John Mashagna, known as Shags, was the recruiting coordinator there. Went down to visit him for a weekend. I'm going to say it had to be my junior year, I'm going to guess. Maybe it was sophomore year, but I think it was junior year. Went down and visited him, and um, one of the days I was down there, uh, we hung out. This guy, Chuck Fawcett, who was a star linebacker at University of Maryland, played war number 11, um, had sort of, a, a at the time, a unique face mask. I remember the guy just looked great in his uniform. He was an absolute stud. 
Got drafted by the San Diego Chargers. I want to say maybe fifth round in 80, I guess it was what, the 86 draft? Because I got there in 87 and he had already, he had graduated. Um, and had a promising career, unfortunately cut short due to, uh, due to a neck injury. Um, but in any event, driving around one day in Shags' car and Chuck Fawcett was in the car with us. I think we were going to Toledo's to get pizza. It's a famous pizza place in College Park. And um, that song came on, the radio, and I knew all the words, and I remember singing it at the top of my lungs completely unabashed, no inhibitions whatsoever. And I remember Chuck Fawcett being very impressed with me by the fact that, you know, a kid in high school would uh, would know all the words to that song. So um, hadn't thought about that in, in a lot of years. And again, it's why we love music, right? So evocative. Uh, brings us back, puts us right in the exact moment in time sometimes from, from things that happened many, many moons ago. All right, moving along. Um, we're going to switch up the genres a little bit. We just heard uh, you know, more on the classic rock side. We started out with Blondie and B-52s. Then we went a little Fleetwood Mac, little uh, Jefferson Airplane and Grace Slick. Now we'll move forward. We're going to go with uh, Susie and the Banshees. So Susie and the Banshees is one of these bands I discovered in college. Really had never heard of them in high school. You know, sort of a classic kind of goth-ish, alt-rock, you know, British band. Um, there was a girl that uh, I dated briefly who was a big fan of theirs, you know, with the, the, heavy, uh, the heavy eyeliner and um, all that stuff. So um, Susie, Susie Sue, and it's spelled, by the way, S-I-O-U-X-S-I-E uh, is the way she spelled her name. Um, had probably their biggest commercial hit was called Kiss Them For Me. Came out, I want to say, in 90, 91. Um, prior to that, Cities and Dust um, was probably the other one. Um, Fireworks, Dazzle, Shadow Time, Hong Kong Garden. Um, but I'm going to go... I'm going to go with Cities and Dust. Here you go. Thank you. 
memories in uh, University of Maryland College Park when I was actually there uh, the semester that I pledged uh, fraternity SAE Sigma Alpha Epsilon I remember walking downstairs into the basement for one of our one of our epic famous parties uh, the semester that I pledged and uh, that song came on I didn't know who sang it and, and it sounded if you hear it sounds a little like the B-52s I knew it wasn't them um, but it wasn't exactly sure who it was and one of the brothers in the house told me and uh yeah then i think i went out and probably bought the cd the next day because that's how we did it back in those days there was no downloading or any of that stuff you actually had to go to a record store and, and buy it um all right what direction should we go in next well you know what let's go with chrissy hine and uh the pretenders now, uh, let's see. What do we want to do here? What direction with the pretenders do we want to go in? Uh, hmm. Let's see. Well, I mean, again, lots of options here. But we're going to go with uh, Mystery Achievement. Here you go.
Fantastic. Love songs that end like that with the with the sort of the crescendo like that, sort of on the ups upswing. Fantastic. Great uh, great workout music. Great running music, particularly if you can time it up and have it at the end of a running mix and you're trying to finish off your run strong. Highly recommend it.
All right, we're going to keep the party going. We're going to go next with a band called Berlin, uh, fronted by the beautiful and talented Terry Nunn. And here is The Metro. difficulty there while trying to queue up the next song we uh we jumped the gun a little bit but you get the you get the idea about uh, the metro by berlin there but the next group we're going to do is uh missing persons from la fronted by the one the only del bozio and for some I mean, listen, I think Missing Person's probably a little bit better than Berlin. Berlin's big hit was Take My Breath Away, which was in the Top Gun, uh, on the Top, the Top Gun soundtrack. Um, and listen, they're a good band in their own right, but, but Missing Person's better. And um, so we are going to go now with Walking in L.A. by Missing Person's. Cheap cinematic trick It must have been just a cardboard cutout of a bad boy 
So I think the point they're trying to make there is that nobody walks in L.A. <laughs> All righty then. Um, so, you know, I was listening to that, and then that, of course, reminded me of, and I know I played Bow Wow Wow earlier on one of these music shows when we were doing the theme, Candy, I Want Candy. So, um... And I mentioned the song, Do You Want to Hold Me? Let's see. If I have that, I'm going to play it. Um, of course, now it takes forever to get to my... Uh, oh, here we go. All right, now we're in... Uh, let's see. Yeah, and here it is. All right, we're going to go with a little Do You Want to Hold Me by Bow Wow Wow, fronted by the lovely Annabelle.
Speaking of do you want to hold me, how about Annabelle, Annabelle holding that high note there at the end? Nicely done. All right, next up, we're going to go Kate Bush. Now, Kate Bush, I feel, is a little polarizing. You know, she was never hugely commercially successful. She did a duet with Peter Gabriel, Don't Give Up. You know, she's very, she's she's out there. I mean, let's just be honest. Kate Bush is definitely out there. Now, her biggest, hill, her biggest hit, Running Up That Hill, I mean, it's a great song. I mean, I remember playing it for, for my dad years ago. And... Um, when I say years ago, I'm going to say like mid-90s. And I remember he he went wild for it, played it for my mom. She went wild for it. And they were they were, they were were kind of Kate Bush fans there for a little while. You know, my mom was an English major. I was an English major. Dad was an English major. Grandfather, English teacher. She did the whole Wuthering, you know, she did the Wuthering Heights song. You know, very literate, literary rather, I should say. Um, you know, so... I mean, look, she's definitely got a very distinct style. She's not for everybody. I get it. She's not everybody's cup of tea, uh, if you will. But um, I'm a fan. And um, so running up that hill would probably be the most obvious selection to play here by Kate Bush. But I'm, I'm, I'm going to keep with the upbeat nature. Uh, I thought that last song, Do You Want to Hold Me, is upbeat. And we're going to go with a song called The Big Sky, also off the Hounds of Love album by Kate Bush.
All right. And now as we come to the end of the Pioneering Women in Rock show in honor of Mother's Day, even though it's Monday, Mother's Day is on Sunday, we're going to finish up with a song from Sinead O'Connor. This song reminds me, so I discovered Sinead O'Connor second semester freshman year of college. So that would be 1988. Uh, crazily enough, that's 32 years ago. <laughs> that's 32 years ago, right? 88, 30 is 18, throw on two, yeah, 20. And that would have been around this time. So 1988, discovered Sinead O'Connor. Um, the Lion and the Cobra. The album came out in 87. Um, girl that I was friendly with in college uh, turned me on to it. And then that summer, for the first half of the summer, maybe not quite the whole first half, but for, for, for a couple of months there, I lived with my boy Justin Rubin, whom I've mentioned on the show many times. And uh, I remember there was this one night we were out at... At a couple bars, we met up with a couple of girls that Justin was friends with. Maybe even gone to a party somewhere in the Long Branch, maybe Rumson. I'm not exactly sure. I don't remember exactly where it was, but I remember driving around and this tape was was being played. And the girls that we were with, they were Justin's friends, so I don't remember their names. I'm sure he will remember. Um, we're playing this album. And I remember we stopped at the windmill, which is, by the way, like the greatest fast food joint in the world. The greatest cheese fries you'll ever get. The greatest hot dog you'll ever get in your life. No offense. Sorry, Nathan's. I know I'm a Brooklyn guy. I guess it's blasphemy, but sorry. Not even close. The way they grill them with the crispy outside layer. Oh, so good. Anyway. And so this whole album was was tremendous. I mean, Sinead O'Connor, she had the bald head. You know, no sound you know, like her before. And the whole album is great, but there's one song off this album that frankly, I mean, this is this is theater. This is Broadway. This is a song that will bring you to your knees if you have a soul. And we'll come we'll we'll get out of here on this. And it is Troy from Sinead O'Connor, The Lion and the Cobra. Dublin in a rainstorm Sitting in the long grass in summer Keeping warm I remember Every restless night We were so young then We thought that everything we could possibly do Tell me, when did the light die? You will rise, you'll return. 
of Jamal about music. I thank you for taking a trip down memory lane with me. Hope you enjoyed it. Happy Mother's Day to all out there. As always, thanks for listening. Until the next time, peace out.